0: The Dode Fox Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to the Dode Fox Podcast. I'm Paul, he's Ronnie, and the real football is finally underway. Our thanks to Barry Kidd for coming on last week and talking about his United memories and also men's mental health. The links are in the show notes from last week. Sometimes our thoughts and feelings can overwhelm us. Pick up the phone or send a text. Talk about what you're going through. Join the conversation on our socials. We're at Dode Fox Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
0: Coming up on this week's episode Kelly Review, Alkmaar Preview, Another Man from Down Under, A Man Called Glenn, Players Leave In, Loan Report, Community Trust, DUSF Gala Evening, and On This Day with the Arab Archive. It's all coming up
1: on episode 153 of the Dode Fox Podcast. The Dode Fox Podcast is brought to you in association with Connect Radio a brand new online radio station for Dundee, featuring some donut called Ronnie Costello and his big breakfast. Weekday mornings from 6am. Listen online at connectradiohq.com. Download the Connect Radio app for Apple and Android and ask your smart speaker to play Connect Radio Dundee. Hi, this is Maurice Malpas, and you're listening to the Fox podcast.
0: Welcome back. To the award-winning Dude Fox podcast with still got a sear back, Paul McNichol, and feels like he's got a sear back for carrying Paul McNichol, Ronnie Costello. So real football so. Back. Back, Paul. Back after no I having joke. to endure that shitty group stage. In the bet Fred, because we're in Europe, we we'll play some friendlies, we think, nay bother, and what could we be dealt? What is our cards? If you go to an artificial pitch in Kilmarnock Before that though Because I, I know you kind of contain your excitement One thing We may have glossed over last week And we lost it in our running order uh, And nobody actually mentioned it But we had another new strip last week The awake it was revealed We certainly
1: did We just forgot about it But all black yes, with a funny be yes. pattern on it yeah, I thought it was all right. You quite liked it, didn't you? Dude, you thought that was probably uh, the, the better of the two. Well, God, you know what? It's kind of, it's not as plain as the home kit. It's
0: just got someone who I'm quite I, I like a plain kit. Put it this way, that's what I like. I like a plain kit. Yeah. No one Terry the Terror being on it or anything like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But I just really liked it when I seen it. I just really, really liked it when I see it. I really liked the long sleeve version of you it, know? whereas the home looks. But with a Macron long sleeve, but again, I've seen the home one a couple of times now, and it's it's really nice. I just yeah. want to see this away on you. You know they're teasing us when players are getting interviewed and stuff, and it's hanging up on its coat hanger. Ladies like allowed to put it on or or anything. I'll but touch it. <laughs> I can't believe, yeah, we just totally glossed over it last week after a loving no. week before. Uh, the no. well,
1: it's, it's probably oh, just as well, Rondo, because I would have moaned about the fact that you can't buy it yet. You can't even pay order it yet. You can't wear it yet. Anything like that, I would have just moaned about it. But this week, nah, the real football's back, so I'm not going to moan about straps. Indeed,
0: and uh, you're off to uh, Kilmarnock. I mean,
1: mm-hmm. it's not the best place to be going, let's be honest, it, any time. You know, but you make an exception on a Saturday afternoon. You, you certainly do. Yeah. It's no it's no any place that it's out with football I've got any real desire to to go to ever. Uh maybe I could drive past it if I'm going to Prestwick Airport or going to visit my uncle Billy doing that way. But uh nah, it, it was the the fixture list obviously threw up that I had to go there first day of the season. So I went there smiling and uh Ah, we we can get into the game if you want. Uh, Before the game, though, before we get into the game, Rondo, like I got to the ground, and obviously people talk about the Kelly Pie, and like it, it was all right. Like, don't get me wrong, the (laughs) Kelly Pie last season was all right. It wasn't that. It wasn't what it was built up to be, in my opinion. Wasn't as good as Aloha Pie on a roll. Probably not. No, no, probably not. it certainly wasn't as cheap as the Aloha Pie on a roll either. And it was
0: definitely better than Arbroath Pie.
1: Oh, the Arbroath Pie was incredible that was immense that was that was the pinnacle of pez okay you you, you well know this Nonsense. you well know this but anyway well you're distracting us <laughs> so i wasn't going to be henna killy but i just had a scotch pie yesterday but i was really looking forward to my my dundee united emblazoned empire biscuit mm. so me and the old man waited in the queue for a good 10 minutes got to the front big order some drinks, some pez and then two empire biscuits please Don't the empire biscuits left I mean at, at that stage The game was in jeopardy Like I thought This this could get the game Called Am I might, I might so, start Pulling sit to here Unbelievable <laughs> Go What time was this at? This was Probably about 10 to 3 Ah so it's your own fault then I'm, I'm not saying It's my own fault Like the game's not even Started in the route of biscuits come on, what sort of tin pot club is that? They must have kept it. it was a strong traveling army. It's, they sell tickets for a reason. So they can, what to expect. Number wise. they obviously, in fact, I'm going to throw in a rain under the bus Rondo, though. The boy in front of me bought the last Fev seemingly. Okay. What? So I'm telling you. But, but then that was me last season. I bought five Fev last season. So and then I kind if that's karma I did not get around I you. not The stars aligned against me yesterday And they went yeah. for me Back in January Or whenever we were there previously But I was awfully upset That me and the old man Couldn't get their empire biscuits It must be something about teams That play on plastic pitches That are
0: tin pot Because old tin pot Livingston you know, away three sides of their ground <coughs> To the arse cheeks
1: is Yep Tin and I pot had, as it comes. Uh, well, I bet they had Don Arpez yesterday <laughs> And I uh, Shite house <laughs> for <laughs> your
0: for a pitch see there you go another thing we couldn't get a plastic pitch tin pot as hell and I tell you I do not want the I, I didn't want the normal rant that comes with it right to happen but plastic pitches can absolutely do one they are completely shite
1: you know they're completely yeah, you getting you getting the
0: argument from me Absol- or, or, or anybody me. or anybody so pre-match not only did you know get your empire biscuit or a Belgian biscuit whatever you want to call it um whatsapp rumours are plenty of Team mm-hmm. News and uh, Stephen Fletcher was meant to be up with a hand injury. I didn't quite believe it myself. I thought unless it's been chopped off, I'm no seeing it. You know. Yeah, given that yeah. he, he was out, he played on last week's train that week. I, I found it quite surprising if that was the case. Uh but it was unchanged for last week. Uh with Glenn Middle on the bench, obviously, who came in. We'll speak a bit more about that. Um as well. Uh on paper, probably the best team we could have picked.
1: Uh, yes, yeah, I would, I would say so. Like, uh, and again, like last week, I, I touched on. It, like, I feel I still feel a wee bit for Young Arch. Like, I think he's got a role to play this season. But well, I think uh, he might
0: after what happened just on there.
1: One hundred percent, he'll. Uh, <laughs> if he's not playing in the next game, then in the next league game, certainly, I'd be very surprised. But uh, yeah, I think, I think at present, it probably was our best eleven. Yeah, indeed.
0: Uh, first half. Probably didn't deserve to be ahead, but
1: we'll take that kind of strike any day of the week. Yeah, yeah, of course. It was. Uh, I think we always knew, or I, I certainly felt, we were going to have to weather a storm because we, we've been in that position yourself, where you're back in the big league. It's the first day of the season. It's a it's a relatively big crowd for Kilmarnock. Uh The sun's shining. They've raised their flag. They're all up for it. You know, they're all up for it. It's all. all Obviously, at the start of the season, everybody's full of hope and, and dreams. You never know what your team's going to do. So so it was a big occasion down there. And, uh, yeah, I, I felt that like we did have to weather a wee bit of a storm. It took us just a wee bit to get into the game. And bear in mind, they've played a few League league Cup games as well. So they're probably a wee bit of a more match fit than us. And they're on that dreaded surface. Uh, but once but once we got to grips, like there was uh, wasn't no the overlay. There, there was nothing that really worried us. Other than maybe the first, that the winger, the right winger, the first few times that he was getting on the ball, I thought he's going to cause us bother all day. And I thought at first McMahon was we struggling with him. But uh, in the fullness of the game, like McMahon, I, I felt he more than got the better of him. Like he he might have struggled at first, but then he, he just readjusted, you know. I think Tony Watt also dropped a wee bit of deeper to, to try and help him. Uh, but I, I, felt, I felt comfortable, Ronda. Like, I don't know what it felt like. Uh, listening on the radio or or watching it if anybody got a stream but at the game I didn't feel like we were ever in any danger one thing that was kind of annoying is that we were getting ourselves into good positions again and once more we seem to be allergic to shooting and then again what the story is with that but but I was almost shouting at Fletcher as he was laying it off for the Welsh Prince to drill it into the ref of the net so, such was my annoyance at just no hearing a shot but like uh, Fletch he, he done very well there and, and so did Mr Levitt. hey bang on we we're saying like,
0: they're up for it given it was um, flag day and all that and it, it's actually going on this day but later on like when it was United so there was nobody there people were watching in the house and it, was a, it was a real weird thing to be announcing at the time I remember mm-hmm. kind of, oh you know here's the championship flag and Matt Reynolds going on floor, and you're like Need the year, didn't far. So, so again, given that the crowds there, they get a bit of a buzz as well. You know what I mean? So you're you're always going to have a a tough test. And I hate I hate I hate sounding like it's making excuses, but like you go there and they're always shitty pitches. A record's no great there. A record in the opening day in the premiership's boughing.
1: Yeah,
0: I think we've won cool. like yeah. two in umpteen year or something.
1: Mm, yeah, it's um, not the best.
0: Which was really really frustrating. But I thought first half, I thought we were. Once we settled in, you're right, the right winger was no bad, but it was quite evident early on. He couldn't cross a road for a wee bit, which was thankful, you know. Mm-hmm. But I thought Scott man, mind into at the game as well. But you're watching the first half and there was a couple of chances, but what, what a, you know, nothing really clear cut. Like there was no, you weren't, you, keep keepers no tipping in near the bar or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But certainly for Beraghi, he takes a cross. He can, that man could take a cross and I was uh, yeah. I was very, very assured <laughs> in that, which was always good. Um, and I think he'd said in the press conference he'd played in these surfaces as well before. Doesn't like them, but kind
1: of is what it is. And- but but that, that's the thing though, Rondo, like these days, like young guys, when they're coming through, like United have got one more cell, we've got Gusset. Like It's not a foreign surface no. for for the younger generation to play on, but it's just, it's no football. Like to, for me anyway, I, I, give me grass. Any day of the week, or that it's just, I refuse to believe that if you've played on both in your career or at any stage, that you would prefer that. I just, it's no for me, but again, we don't want to. The bounce of the ball is hilarious, like, it's random, it's random, <laughs> and plus, it's, it was like, and I know players slip on grass as well, but there was a lot of people slipping in yesterday. Uh, I do not kind of it's just a particular area of the park that was watered slightly more heavily than than the rest. I I don't know. I don't know. And again, I'm I'm nitpicking here. I'm nitpicking. Uh, Indeed indeed you are. But that's okay. I'm good at that. We're allowed allowed to do that. You know, so we had that. First
0: half, there are a couple of chances wide. Nothing sort of major. Um, Stephen Fletcher obviously making his first real start. Same with the keeper. Same with Craig Sybil, who I thought was excellent yesterday as well. And like you said, it was a bit... Back and forward as the game went, nothing majorly clear cut. And then there's a booking in the first half for the apple of your yes. eye. Yeah. So right in front no, no, of you, no, no. I
1: imagine. That was the second half, was it? No, that was the second half because it was the killy keeper. Right oh, from us. So second half, second so half. So anyway, but here if you want if, if you want to get on to a subject about referees, then my <laughs> we'll, goodness, we'll get there.
0: Let's because I've got it wrong with the timing. How did you sum up the first half and then we could move on
1: to that? Absolutely absolutely raging to start the game. For five minutes it took me to get my hit in it because there was no Empire Biscuit in my belly. Uh but once it got going, I thought it was a decent, enjoyable game. Uh frustrated with the uh, the positions in the areas that we were getting into up front and just no bloody taking a chance, no no hitting a shot. And although that they were causing us a wee bit of bother, like you've said, the work up didn't really have much to do other than pluck a cross and cover a shot you know there was I, I was. I felt fairly comfortable and the fact that we had then taken the lead then uh, all was well all was very well Indeed he doesn't score tap Doesn't he? can he? Uh, I think I don't know, I think if, he, if he's presented with a tap and he's, he's going to lay it after somebody he doesn't want uh, he doesn't want that on his resume his CV must be full of screamers that's that's the way Mr Levitt works So second half starts uh, the booking's actually four minutes into
0: the second half, right? Yeah. According to the BBC, right, and mm-hmm. the live text, I will read you word for word what this says 49 minutes, foul by Ian Hark's. Yeah. 49 minutes, booking. Ian Hark's has shown the yellow card for a bad foul.
1: Right. Okay. Well, I co- a couple of things on Ronda. To me, to anybody that's seen it, probably it's no a bad foul. In the name of Christ, it, there's no <laughs> there's no contact on an, any opposition player at all, so it's not a bad foul. Uh, at the time. And granted, I'm looking at things through Tangerine tinted specs a lot of the time. I can't but like, I can't believe it's a, a booking. Like I know I'm going back years and years, but I've seen boys score goals like that. Mm. But is it now? Is it now a rule that if you do that, is it even that you are interfering with the keeper and it is a? It's an automatic yellow card. I mean, is that the rule? Well, for
0: people that know more about it than I do, although I was shouting this the TV, I, I, thought, I thought he stole the bar, he'll get a ticket half. Didn't really yeah. expect him to be booked, right? I didn't know. No. So anyway, uh, Andy Holt, who goes by Edmonton Arab on Twitter, has, has had a wee delve into that, to the current FIFA laws of the game, right? So... I don't know if P122 is paragraph or page or whatever, but anyway, I'm going to read you, right? It's in a thread of three tweets. So, P122 A keeper is in control of the ball while the act, in the act of tossing it into the air. While in possession with his hands, keeper cannot be challenged by an opponent. P123 A player must be penalised for playing in a dangerous manner if he kicks the ball when the keeper is in the process of releasing it. Right, we get that, okay? But what if he released it? Hold on. No, he's okay. still in control of it. If he if right, he's okay. thrown up the kick, he's still in control of it. But if a player plays in a dangerous manner in a normal challenge, the referee should not take any disciplinary action. If the action is made with obvious risk of injury, the mm-hmm. player should caution. The referee should caution the player. So Harts' challenge on the keeper was an offence that should have resulted in a free kick. Right, fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. To give a yellow. Willie Collum has to decide that the challenge risks injuring the keeper.
1: Yeah, but then that's that's subjective, isn't it? What he would just say, ah, but he might have hyperextended his his leg if he had went and kicked fresh air. But that's but a, a nonsense. Yeah, Yeah, Rondo, like we, I can see your face. Okay, nobody else can see it. I can see it. You can. We're on the same page here. That is farcical. Uh, I mean. A, like, I didn't. I didn't fully appreciate myself that it was like automatically a foul. So I would like to think that professional football players are aware that it is a foul. Oh, he would have known that was a foul. Yeah. So, so why do it? So why do it? But again, know? he's probably Maybe thinking he's it's a foul, but it's not a yellow card. Yeah, quite possibly. But he's also possibly frustrated because three seconds before that, he should be burying a hitter. Like we got, he's on the end of a cross, and he's just no, just no connected right yet. He, and it should be should be doing better should he score mm, probably if that, if that chance falls to the forehead of Stephen Fletcher I think we're two up so it was a shite booking that's what we're saying an absolute joke complete shite
0: booking of what it was but remember BBC said it was a bad foul so
1: anyway yeah
0: so obviously after that the game kind of moves on we get a uh, I'm pretty sure we got we got the substitution wouldn't have been far after that when we started changing things up Glenn Middleton come on for his debut Matthew Cujo, But yeah. I think got a tough afternoon
1: yesterday he did. he did, like first half he was really struggling he was trying to, uh, I think they were just doubling up on him, they were, they were closing him down really quick when he was, where he was getting the ball on the park, it was usually always on the sideline so he didn't really have much room to work with and I think they managed him very well but just before he was coming off, I felt like he was he was getting into the game, you know? And it's not even a criticism. Like This is the laddie's first first time he's probably done a pre-season. Uh, first time he's, what was he, 18, 19? So he's, he's a young, young laddie. He's gifted. He's got something. He's going ahead days like yesterday. And I'm not even saying it was, it was a particularly bad day, but he was just off it uh, in the first half, I felt. But it was a subby that I thought, well, you, you text me. Like, I'll not say what time you text me. It wasn't a fifth past three, Matthew, don't uh, But you text me and said Middleton for Cujo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the majority of people thought that was going to be uh, the, the substitution that was made at some point. So it wasn't a surprise when, when that was made.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, again, nothing again. Start Teams start making changes. And obviously, then there's a change. Niskanen comes on for Stephen Fletcher, which on the face of it, I could see, given, you know, we've got big games this this. You, you're putting pace on This week's going to be busy Whatever this But within like 30 seconds And yeah. I'll read you word for word For the BBC Followed by Ian Harkes. Uh Ian Harks' Second yellow card For a bad foul On the face of it See the first look I didn't think it was a bad foul at all And then even watching it <laughs> back I'm still not sure it's a yellow card I'm it's, generally it's not. no sure
1: it's a yellow card Well you know what I'm by the letter of the lot, it might be a yellow card because he's went to ground, he's not got the ball. Is it a bad foul? Absolutely not. Like he, How many times have we moaned harks' lack of dig? Like the one boy in the, If you're saying to me, right, list for 1-11, the players in that team that will commit a bad foul, Like I'm maybe going to put Sybold at the top. <laughs> uh, but Harks is going to be near the bottom. Like He's going to be near... He might even be 12th behind Jack Ross. Because he, that is that's not his game at all, committing bad fouls. But having said all that, he's on a booking, and when he takes that touch, I mean, it's easy to say because it happens. It happens so quickly. He has been, in my opinion, he's been unfortunate. But you you canna, you've got to be a wee bit smarter. You to be diving in. You've got to know. You've got to be aware of everything. Like who's the referee? Like, if he's booked us for that, if I'm diving in here and no getting the bar. There's every chance I'm gonna get booked for this. So he's he's just got to be a wee bit of, a wee bit smarter. But I'm not I'm not gonna stand here and criticize it. I can people all joke, ah, it's cause you think Harks is great. Nothing to do with that. I, I think some of the criticism of him is was a wee bit over the top, in my opinion. Uh for yesterday. Like it's two decisions that you could argue maybe didn't even merit a yellow. Uh, like we've just we've just discussed the first thing that apparently isn't a yellow, so he, he was hard done by but at that point in the game like red card aside I felt like watching it Kelly were in the ascendancy at that point anyway we were slowly but surely dropping deeper and deeper and deeper and that that just led to an onslaught once that happened plus as you say we just made subbies before it It kind of messed with the shape ah, and it, it just, well, I think that, the I, middle, I, I, it. that's what I was going to get to so the in for
0: Fletcher I could see why it's been made and everything but then this this decision and a, a midfielder gets gets binned that then forces I think and then forces us forces Jack Ross's hand to ch- to really change things because either way we're going to have to play out of position because we're down to two midfielders yeah. so the question is he goes and brings another midfielder on or he goes mm-hmm. and what he tried to do obviously was turn really firm it up the back but give us an out ball doing the wings Yes. I wasn't against Ross Graham come on. because so I'm thinking, well, we've got 15 minutes. It might be backs to the wall. I'll happily hit the three, the backs to the wall, and see how we're getting on. But they yeah. were getting closer and closer. But again, nothing major was worrying
1: us in front of goal. One thing, one thing that hit the bar. Ah, uh, that, that that the PA announcer thought as you it was can in. Come, he thought he thought it was in. The scoreboard had one all. They yeah. <laughs> 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 got it right up. Yes. Um. And then obviously the goal happens,
0: and it's second phase see, of no. play. I think you've got. I think it's um, Edwards somebody
1: and climbed, Graham. Some, yeah, somebody climbs on Graham. Uh, that the guy that scored is it Ash Taylor. Ash Taylor. Eh? Ash Taylor. He when you see the replay, he he's he's sneaky. Like he he shoves Edwards a wee bit, yeah. and he creates. So Edwards then goes under the ball. Ross Graham is under the man that's and climbing. He's, and on he's him. got out of the room. And, and Ash Taylor pulls back, and it's a great finish run. But like, you, you can't 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 fault the finish. But but the man's an asshole. So yeah, but, we'll leave it at that. Fifth B- goals,
0: goals took the took the off.
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it was a sore one. Like, and he was cutting his ear, and telling us to shush. Yeah, uh, did see that. So I had I got my hands on him.
0: He was doing that because he he actually had an empire biscuit full again.
1: He maybe got the last in. We United badge on it as well. Seek
0: when you lost, out got, that lead. of
1: course. Of course, like if, if it had went the other way, like if we're scoring an equaliser in the last minute, you're bouncing out that stadium thinking, ah, oh, superb. Like, we you wanted three, but you got a point, but it looked like you were getting in. But that was that was the way that the Kelly fans would have felt leaving, you know. They, they I suppose, they maybe deserved a point. Like, I, I can't be standing here completely blinkered and say, oh, no, we were robbed. Like, like they had. I think they had about 18, 20 shots, something like that. We didn't have that many because we never took a shot. Uh, But I felt, looking at it from our point of view, from United's point of view, I thought there was more to be positive about than there has been in previous draws and defeats. And Christ, even some wins last season, you're like, my God, that was boring. But we'll tack it because it's three points. Mm -hmm. I think there's definitely something there that Ross is building. I still think that we'll be... A wee bit worse off at the back, just just because uh, we're we're going to have more of an attacking intent. And I mean, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So,
0: did it feel a bit like the Ross County game up there when they scored really late? But because we should have won that game. I mean, yesterday was maybe a bit different in terms of play,
1: but we should have won that up there. It felt similar in the sense that it's one of them you see it coming. Because we're dropping deeper and deeper, and regardless, Ronda, when you when you're one on up and you don't hate to be at the game, if you're watching it on the TV, if you're listening on the radio, when your team's one 0 up and you and you concede in the last minute or the I think it was a first minute injury time. Actually, it's a seekner. It's an absolute kick in the plums. There's no getting away for that. It does at that moment. It feels like ah, oh, it feels like a defeat, even though it's no like a, as a one all draw doing there the worst result in the world. No. No, it's no, but it just feels a wee bit of worse than it should because of how it all transpired and how it came about. And how good was it for
0: the season to start with such an excellent refereeing performance?
1: Well, I mean, start as you mean to go on, I suppose. Uh, Holy moly! He's, he's just—I don't know. Can as you know, he's a FIFA referee, Rondo. You can Brutal. FIFA. Brutal. He's terrible. He's terrible. He's terrible He's absolutely And the thing is as well and I know Certainly no defender I'm
0: shy for both teams At points yesterday uh, On Saturday But some of it was just
1: How the boy Ash Taylor Wasn't a booked At one point John booked for Wiping out Unbelievable free kick the, Yeah so he should have been on a booking And you then know, he, and you, he eventually Picked up a booking And you look at what Hearts was booked for Like for the two I know, Girl, I know. That, that, be shy for is, both
0: teams But be consistently yeah. shy Jesus Yeah
1: yeah, no. He was given fouls like in the first half. Certainly, there's there's a few that that are in my mind, but they were doing the other side of the park when Fletcher was being penalised. And to, like, we were we were we were sitting standing. It didn't look like a foul. You know, it looked like he was just using his body. And and, his, and Fletcher was class By the way, Fletcher's Fletcher's still a classy player.
0: Somebody got a foul against him yesterday. I, I, maybe it was the Fletcher, and I can't of mind. I, I think it was, and he was fouled. It was him hmm. that was fouled.
1: That's right. That was that was in the first half. That was yeah. I remember that as well because I was thinking, "Come on, ref!" And then he blew the whistle. You're like boot time, and then he's gave it to <laughs> Kelly. You're like you you are having a laugh. <laughs> so I think we must have been about 15 minutes into the season when we got our first Willie Collum song for the United crowd. So yeah. that that tells you everything. Yeah. Willie, he, the man's murder. Willie, Willie the Willie man's ben murder. We a whistle. Willie H R. 1600 at Kelly yesterday. Yeah, felt it felt more. It felt it felt a lot more. They were right behind the team all the way. Uh, we were obviously a bit nervous when Hark's went off. Any new songs? Uh, no, the Willie Coleman's in Alden. Uh, Dylan Levitt in was wheeled out a few times. Everywhere you go. I never heard any new ones. I never heard any new ones.
0: Uh, must have just been me. It was imagining the Paul was a one-curse song. But anyway.
1: Oh, but that was my old man. <laughs> I'm, surprised that. That the, I'm surprised the microphone's picked that up. It's only, <laughs> only one man singing it. Man of the match. Man of the match, uh, Craig Sibbled, for me. Uh, I felt that he covered almost every blade of plastic I think, yesterday. I it was excellent yesterday, <laughs> it? Yeah, yeah. I th- I think, and let's be honest, like, I think, well, in fact, I'll just say a personal point of view. When he signed, it was, it was a wee bit underwhelming for me. Uh, and I'm not saying I didn't think it was a good sign-in, but it wasn't a, like a Stephen Fletcher. That's a good sign-in, Dylan Levitt, That's an amazing sign-in for me. I just thought, uh, he'll probably do a job. He's got a, he's got the John Rankins about him. I think he could come in and he can be that sort of important player for us. He gives you everything. He's he's decent going forward. He's good coming back. You get stuck in. I could I could see him. I could see him being a regular in the team. Rondo. So I I from me yesterday saying
0: you'd follow the boy Sybil if you were security in a shop. And he replied, you'd
1: follow him everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hair. I think that's how I didn't again benefit the doubt to begin with. It's the hair. Like The man's blessed to be having like, a, a good head of hair, and he chooses to do that with That upsets <laughs> me greatly, like speaking as a bald man. Uh, he, come on, Craig, do better. Your hair's been like that for years as well, and it's never been in fashion. It's never been cool. Fix it
0: But we'll tap performances Like that every week <laughs> Of
1: course you, you could You could wear a wig For a week uh, We didn't really Bother about stuff
0: But no Same as you I, I would have Sybil would have been my out yesterday I thought you, I thought he was good For the get go I was impressed last week When I seen him as well um, w- w- Which was good I, I thought yesterday I bet I thought Birgitte offers us something That he, he, he You know He'll pluck a boy bo Out of the air He looks to start attacks He's composed of the boy At his feet um, yeah. Quite. I was impressed with him. Fletcher, I think, was 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 excellent as well. But Sybold was really good all the way through. Good ninety minutes, you know. And for a guy that's had a bit of his own pre-season as well, still playing yeah. probably slightly catch up. Really he impressed. is 100%. Yeah. And we're even going to try and keep track of these man of the matches, so we could maybe even award an actual player of the year this year. So we'll see. We'll see how okay. long we we'll remember to do this. But yeah, I, I would I am with you, I would give it to give it to Sybil there as well. Uh for man of the match. Uh the new new guys that we've seen uh that started um pretty impressive so far after the couple of showings we've seen. Yeah, F-
1: Fletcher looks good. Uh the, the only question mark, I dare say, about his signing was maybe his age, but like he's Jesus. he's kept his selling Trump, no doubt about that. Uh so he's gonna be he's an upgrade. Like you could put it that way. Like who who was who was doing that job last season? Mark McNulty? Well, Fletcher's an upgrade. Uh, Dylan Levitt's come back and he's basically picked up where he left off, scoring streamers. Uh, screamer sorry. Uh, why else? cujo Ah, uh, he's he's a work in progress. But you can see that he's he's definitely got the tools to to become a really good player. And uh, the keeper, I, I mean, it's hard to say if he's an upgrade yet. He's not actually had. I think it's testament to the guys in front of him, actually. He, he's not actually had that many things to do. But what he has done, uh, in my opinion, he's done very well. And he looks very calm. He looks very assured. Uh, so I na- absolutely no na- worries about him. I'm pretty sure Glenn, i seen seen online yesterday that somebody said
0: they didn't rate the keeper.
1: Yes, I'm and, I'll, sure and I'll, I'll tell you. Right, I, I know who said that, and I know exactly where he was sitting. That, that man, that gentleman, who's a lovely guy, by the way, uh, he is Tibble Tani, the yeah. guy that done the Shibuyo Tanadai. Oh, amazing! And he also he also done the the Ryan Edwards. Oh yes, the, 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 that we subutio thing. Oh, yeah. asshole! So so that was him. But yeah, he's and, and you know what? It's all opinions. Yeah. It's all opinions. Yeah. But he he was of the opinion that the keepers there's no following him. with confidence. What is what he's basing that on, Rondo? I don't know. I don't know because like, I've, he's only played twice for us. I've seen both games, like w- with my own eyes. I've been in the stadium watching them, and I'm I'm more than comfortable with him between the sticks. Yeah,
0: yeah definitely. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's the start of the season. It's a point done. Obviously, we've two games to preview, but we'll we'll leave the Levy one because that's uh, that's miles away. The big game that we have to speak about. It's Thursday night At Tanadice It's an 8pm kickoff, By the way No 7.45 yes. yeah, You should have put that that On the that. tickets Just so you were in early anyway Because It's, it's better atmosphere. Don't, don't like being left alone uh, yeah, So right. 8 o'clock AZ Alkmaar Are through After Toying in the first leg They put the Tuzla, Tuzla lot to the sword and pumped them on on Thursday night Mm -hmm. and for uh, quite a few of us we rejoiced given our flights are booked for Amsterdam (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I was going anyway, put it that way Uh, I think think you were not alone but he said and I said to you before that Paul we'll just see what they're up to doesn't look like they're even playing this week took the weekend off and then they play Go Ahead Eagles next week
1: Hopefully they're having a team bonding session in a cafe in Amsterdam this weekend, and uh, they're completely out of the game. Aye. But we will see. We will see. It's exciting, isn't it? For a fan's point of view, and probably the players will be up for it as well. It's very, very exciting. So uh, I'm just stepping away from the microphone for two seconds, Rondo, because there's a spider walking about my chest there. My goodness. Anyway, do not cut that out. Leave that in. Holy shit. But kick my pants live on the podcast there. Anyway, what were we was saying? Look at a sweat rolling down your head. My God, you want to see the sense of that? It was like a tarantula. <laughs> right, it's Delwy. It's Delhi. Alkmaar. Yes, Alkmaar. The nicknames. The, the nicknames of spiders. Is that right? <laughs> well, <laughs> never know. Um, no, but uh, but to get back to it, like I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Uh, no doubt you'll be excited about it I don't know know. does your job actually change or is it just like a match day or is there different things that you have to do with it being a European game
0: I mean I could lay and tell you I can't exactly what's going on but it's only Sunday so I don't know yet but yeah I think it will I think it'll be like the Scotland game there'll be there'll probably be I'm assuming it's got its own theme music
1: yeah I'm assuming they'll
0: walk out to something like that so there'll be a wee change there but in general it'll be a case of you know getting the tunes on doing what we need to do get our build up set up get the big tunes Um, kind of still playing around with some ideas but I think we need the big kind of big sporting anthems I think is what you're kind of looking for you know I think we might bring back about Thunderstruck we might bring back about Enter Sandman we might I, I
1: think you should play the Champions League tune <sighs> Just, just just for the banner, <laughs> just for a couple of years, just to, just to see the youth of delegates trying to climb up that staircase to get to you.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> certainly there'll be. Uh, I imagine there'll be something like that. That that's something I think will happen. But usually a couple of days before you'll you'll get that info. But yeah, the eight o'clock kickoff. I'll still be in there really really early just to secure the uh, secure the slot. Uh, but where I am because it can get busy and people think I'll just say and I'm like, well, that's. It's mega off What's going take
1: on here It's like clubby rules up there Is it It's messy Move uh, Pretty much yeah uh, boy says to me boy he says tree. to me last
0: year Or the season before He says uh, He says that's messy I says, mm, I'm not sure it is mate I says I've been here last season You're just rocked up today <laughs> <laughs> But we need a plug in there I says right okay And he, he brings out this cable No joke right 10 metre cable this is <laughs> And he'd have been sitting 2 metre fair. And I says I'll just plug that in there look it'll be alright He's huffed, he was in the huff The whole game <laughs> <laughs> get it you. Honestly, uh, unbelievable um, I'd have coped him right over that um, uh, He said Alkmar, what kind of their nickname is They've like, got two nicknames uh, One of them's the cheese heads. Cheeseheads oh, The other God. end is the Cheese Farmers Cheese Farmers So either way, oh. get up them but the,
1: exactly, I concur. But did you not know, say that if you go to Amsterdam, you get a lot of good cheese there? So maybe that's the, the main cheese region. Just up the road ch- to the Amsterdam. Whoa, whoa. Amsterdam. Go to Altmar, there's a cheese museum. A cheese museum? <laughs> yes. Good God, was that right. a museum made out
0: of cheese or uh, a museum? A cheese. Honestly, Amsterdam, the day chips and cheese, right? And obviously, you got it here eh, after an out and whatever, and they throw like. Grated cheddar about, Oh no, this is liquid as cheese That Oof. should be like the squeezy cheese And it's unreal It's unreal ah. I have wandered a red light district On many occasions Eating a yes. chips and cheese Thinking <laughs> This is different Kind of window shopping uh, <laughs> So that's uh, Certainly the um, oh The cheese farmers deserve to get pumped Just for him that kind of uh, Fromage yeah. nickname yeah. Really It's any these things We don't know much about them They've got no. a couple of ex players that we mentioned last week. They've played in the Premier League down south. Mm-hmm. Uh, they finished fifth out of 18 in their uh, league last year. Obviously, this is the weird thing that people are saying, how are we seeded? How would, how are they no seeded? It's obviously because they finished fifth in their league and we finished fourth. So obviously, we're better. Come on. Uh, but it's going to be tough. Like, you know, you're looking back at their pre season, they've not really done very much. They've rocked up to, well, for MD, that was booking up and looking at flights to Tuzla during the week. And maybe didn't realize they played in Sarajevo, uh, you know. No easy to get to. But they went there and they gave them, but were bottom So yes. I, listen, yeah, listen, I, I don't think we're under <clears throat> any illusions it's going to be tough, but it's going to be a brilliant occasion. And I would hope the fans, and I've seen like, obviously there was a bit of bother with the ticketing and stuff on Friday, but I think people were just desperate to get their seating, whatever, or hmm. move to the singing section in the shed, which was quite exciting, I thought. Uh, so yeah. that should be really good. Three sides, um, you being a season dig holder as well, price in the gave you a bit of
1: discount as well, which was good to see. Yes, yep. Yeah, they did. Uh, I've still got to pick up another couple of tickets. Uh, well, today as this podcast comes out, because my brother, he's in Finland for it, and uh, my sister's wanting to go to the game as well, so uh, I'll have to pick up another couple, but yep, I, I, honestly I can't wait, Rondo, I can't wait, and of course it's going to be difficult, but like, I, I watched. I didn't watch the first leg, I watched the second leg, and as you say, it's, it's hard to know how good they are or whatever, because you didn't know how Good, the other team were all you know is that there was a game played and then the teams looked better than the other end and won 4 nil on the night. But uh, I, th- I think we've got a chance, like, I honestly do. And <laughs> I mean, I could be standing here next week, we are the egg on my face. Uh, but nah, I, th- I think I think that we've got a chance here. I really do, I really believe that,
0: yeah. And uh, obviously, as this podcast goes out on the Monday, the first August, general sale tickets for 9 a.m. are yes. kind of online. Um, uh, and I think in person as well. But you, you had until the end of Sunday to get your seat, obviously, for it. Yeah. But again, a wee bit of discount for seasonal orders, I think it's good. I think it was what? Uh, four quid for lower tier, three quid discount. But even then, for, for for Joe Public, that's coming along, you know, 26 and 28 for adults. Again, at least it's no 30. You know, it's yeah. it, it, it's a bit less. Again, don't know if UEFA are involved in this, if both clubs are involved with it. But allegedly, they're, they were charged 36 euros, allegedly. I don't know if that's uh-huh. a thing. My thought was, I hope it's no 36 euro hour there. I mean, I think yeah. they, I think that's going to be a bit... I've seen a lot of rumours about how many tickets are going to get dished mm-hmm. out, and, you know, 750, 950, might get a 1,000, could be 600, and I'm thinking... Shit, there's about fifteen hundred Arabs going. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, good chance I'll be in damn square. I carry out at this rate, but <laughs> you know, it's it's um. But again, you're only getting two sections. They're well within the right to do that. But my word, I know it's next week, and we'll speak about it on next week's episode. But we'll make noise noisy eh? like the Ken United are in that ground. You know, <laughs> I don't know how many they're going to bring. A few hundred, don't know. Still holidays in Holland, apparently. It's going to be interesting yeah, yeah. to see. I'll certainly it'll certainly be like
1: might be in a cheese coma I'll not be like that I don't know. They, they boys were mental uh, just throw I, f- they, sli- uh, just throw slices of fucking <laughs> Dairy Lee at them
0: Get around you. Uh,
1: insult them <laughs> insult them your cheese is shite <laughs> this is real cheese <laughs> wallop <You're around> you. <laughs> cheese slice <in> the bus <laughs> uh, buzzing for no, a while. I, 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 they, they'll have they'll have a hardcore following no doubt about it they'll probably bring a few hundred over I would imagine are they just getting the fair play yeah yeah. Hope so. Uh, yeah, I, I would imagine so. But like, I, I also hope that, that we can get a big crowd. Mm. Uh, and, I'm, and by big, I mean like f- figures, like 10,000 10, plus would, yeah. would be great. That would be absolutely great. And I think it would be merited and deserved as well. I think I'm a big advocate of 20s plenty when it comes to the ticket prices. But that's maybe no living in the real world of Scottish football, but that's ideally what I would like to see. Oh, no, listen, I think that could be happening in Scottish football.
0: I think European that is a wee bit different, but in Scottish yeah, football, no, 20s plenty.
1: W- w- when, when, if, when you've paid over 30 quid for a match, let's say Tyne Castle or, or, or Parkhead or wherever, to get to get a ticket for in the, in the 20s for a European game at home, first in for years, I think that the club have done all right there. I really do. I've never no issues with that pricing at all if you want to see rip-off tickets
0: go Bruce Springsteen so yes a um, couple of new signings in the door this week Glenn Middleton of course come off the bench to make a bit of a camo Feel a bit sorry for him yesterday when he was running ragged up front but he done a job he was the sixth signing and before that Aziz B-H or B-H mm-hmm. is the fifth B-H BH. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> um I thought the CSV funny when I like, say, hey, I'll not do the accent because I'll sound, <laughs> sound that totally that racist. Let's, let's be honest. Damn, my heart off Hey, Skippy. Um, when he said his name, I just thought he called himself Aziz Beach. I was like, oh, crack on. But anyway, here's a player that's coming in with a bit of pedigree. Been playing oh, my in my uh, my. Turkey for a few years. Was at PSV for about 4 million. And now he's rocked up to stay in a flat in Lockheed. And uh, he He's the fifth summer signing he's the starting left wing back for Australia obviously when yep. I in the World Cup played in the qualifiers mm-hmm. needs to get his work permit needs to get training but on paper it's another impressive addition
1: yeah uh, of course it is like, um, neither myself nor you can 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 say anything that we actually can about the guy other than he's got a funny name and uh, the pedigree that he comes here with uh, it's it's some signing for the club uh, he's like he's, he's a lot younger than, say, a Stephen Fletcher. It's not like he's come here to see his career out. Uh, so I can't wait to see him. Uh, I would imagine the only boy you no know happy about it would be uh, Scott McMahon. Uh, he played that's, well that's, again yesterday. He played very and he's going to have to, you know. Uh, and then a wee bit further down the chain, you've got Flynn Duffy that might interfere with him getting a chance further down the line as well. You don't know. Do you not think, uh, though, that, and I
0: think we, we've said this a few times. Jamie Robson's a lovely lad, right? Yeah. But because there was no real competition for his position, I think when he was having bad days, they just spiralled on and would just get to play anyway. Now there's real competition. And I'm talking an out-and-out left-wing-back. No one, I mean, he's going trying to get forced into left-wing-back. I'm talking a boy that can play left-back, left-wing-back, left-wing. Might be able to play in a couple of positions. He might be the man we were hoping Spoiler would have been.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, but I mean, again, it's it's yet more exciting times. though. I'm looking forward to seeing them. Uh, Christ knows when we'll see him. I don't know how long these work permit things will take. You would, you would imagine that it shouldn't have take that long. Like, albeit he's he's for Australia, but he's you've he's played about 55 it. international cups. Like he's yeah, he's playing in the Turkish league. top league. He's got exactly, yeah. It, sh- it should be easy enough to get one. You would think. Uh So, yeah. If, I'll feel a wee bit sorry for McMahon if this guy's ready for Thursday and he's just thrown in. I can't see it. no, but, listen, if, but if that if that mind. happens, then like that's that's the way it goes. You've got to go with your best lineup. Mm-hmm. Be it like he's got far more experience than almost almost anybody in that squad. Yeah. Maybe out with Charlie Mulgrew.
0: Yeah, I think obviously you're looking. I mean, knowing work permits as we do, I know that. Uh, Beragi, the keeper, had a bit of a different one because his, you know, his wife is from here and stuff like that. I think you had an an Italian passport possibly, so it yeah. does work a little bit different. But knowing that the boy that's just joined St. Myrne took about three weeks to come through, mm-hmm. you know, for Australia as well. But again, if he's needing a bit of a pre season because he's not done really anything, I think if you're looking around him, maybe pushing for a starting berth for some Mirren game I know he misses a few there but if he's in and around the bench and stuff like that he can get on but yeah it looks on paper to be a to be another astute sign and then Glenn Middleton um, was rumoured I think we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago that was rumoured but I'm just amazed that one of the earth cheeks
1: or that set of earth cheeks done business with us yeah same like when it was rumoured I just automatically thought well that'll not happen uh, I think a couple of years ago we were in for Jamie Murphy when he was at uh, Rangers, and like the rumor at that time was like <laughs> that they'll, they'll let him go. To anybody else but use, uh,
0: and he was happy so, to yeah. come.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was surprising, uh, and I've only saw the guy a couple of times out with yesterday. I saw him a few times for St Johnston. He looked all right, and uh, but I thought he was really impressive when he played for the Scotland under twenty ones at Tannadice mm-hmm. uh, last season. Uh, so yeah I I felt a wee bit for him yesterday he obviously came he came on and I was thinking he's probably not even like, met half these guys he trained on Friday Jack, Jack, Jack Ross said he trained on Friday so he's trained once with them uh, so it's going to take time to build up a relationship and probably his fitness as well given that we're still first game of the season and then he came on and he, he was obviously he's, he's going to be a wide player for us but then that all went to shit on the park, and he, he basically had to plough a lone furrow up front, which clearly know his game. Plus, you're asking him to do a job that requires just constant movement, and, uh, and then again, his fitness is, is, uh, is quite there yet, but he'd he done what was asked for him anyway. He's had a full uh, pre season at least. You know, um has he
0: played games? I don't I don't think he's played many games, but at least he's yeah. done the training side of it. But again, he's another player that can seem seems that he can play anywhere across the front. He can play left, right, or up up front. So again, a bit of flexibility, a bit of you know, he can adapt to different situations again yesterday, like you say, he's, he's had to go and do a shift and you know, he he's done what he's had today for the team, I suppose, at the end of the day. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, it was just it was just unfortunate obviously what yeah. happened at the end. But no nah, no complaints about his contribution yesterday but still think another one or two in before the end of the window? Well like we were talking about it before you hit record Like the chat was McGrath Whether or not that's still happening A new sub yesterday it's... For Wigan Okay well Yeah when does the window shut Is it the end of August or something? 31st of August it'll be or the 1st of September So yeah, it's... Still got five weeks yeah, which four weeks on Wednesday? Uh, every football fan wants their business done before yeah. the first buzz kicked, don't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just that's just not the way it works for whatever reason. So yeah, we, we might be in. We might get another one in. I don't know if we'll get any loan players in like we did last year. Levitt come out of nowhere quite late on. Uh, it's hard to know, but I I think that the club will probably certainly. Jack Ross has mentioned that he's still he's still looking to to bring in a couple. Uh, whether or not he gets that, I don't know. Like, I don't care how much, how many dollars is left in, in Mr. Ogren's wallet. Loads. Loads. I'll get it done then. Finger it. Listen, we've shown how easy it is to sign players Come on.
0: So, anyway, we'll see what happens over the next uh, couple of weeks. Um, I'll do some players leaving and lead you into the return of the loan report with a few more names on it. Uh, players leaving this week, Mark Connolly has joined Derry City on a permanent deal. Declan Glass has rocked <coughs> up to Derry as well, uh, but on loan until November, he signed an extension to his United contract as well in 2024. And Finn Robson joins Kelly on a six month
1: loan as well. How does that leave us on this weekend, Paul? It leads us to the loan report, Rondo, and we'll start with Finn Robson, because this is a nice, easy one. Uh, as you say, he did sign on Friday for six months, uh, which made him available for the game yesterday against FC Edinburgh. Have they changed their name? They is have. That the old Edin- they Edinburgh have. Yeah, yeah. They've went to continental on one. And, uh, well, he was basically he was an unused sub, and his team got a bit 2-0. We'll travel over the water now. We'll go to Derry City. Declan Glass, Deco has once again found himself out on loan and this time he's had to travel to a different country to get some games. He's been sent out to Derry City until November initially. He was available for selection on Saturday as his Derry side were in Irish Cup action against a team named Oliver Bond Celtic. (laughs) Laugh as you may, and needless to say, Rondo, any team with Celtic in their name and we want them pumped. Well, that is exactly what happened. Star of the show was Ur Declan as he scored a first half hat-trick, the third of which was a penalty. He played the full match and his side would run out easy 7-0 winners on the day. And Derry's new signing, Mark Connolly, would also get himself on the score sheet as he notched the sixth on the day. Great start to life over the water for Deco and here's hoping he gets plenty of game time in this lone spell. Jack Newman at Peterhead. Another week, another defeat for Jack and his Peter head team. The positive, he got the full 90 minutes against Airdre, which is somewhere senior football under his belt. And the negative, his team still haven't scored a goal. They seem a bit leaky at the back. Still, that'll keep him busy. The women's team. The women's team are still in pre-season, but seven new signings have been made and some friendlies have been played. So far, the ladies have lost 1-0 to Motherwell and 4-0 to Durham. But have beaten Gartcairn four-one, Aramure four-nil, and Dribbera nine-nil. As we are recording this today, they are playing another friendly down at Gussie Park as they host fellow top-flight side Spartans. I'm on the women's team, is that you? That's uh, me
0: oh, Nice uh, The Community Trust have got loads of things happening uh, Over the summer They've got some summer football camps uh, They've got loads of other nights In terms of uh, That you can get involved in But also events to raise money as well They've launched a brand new website it's no right away, it's been launched for a wee while and I forgot to mention it in the last couple of weeks but Dundee UnitedCT.co.uk. I'll give you all the details there uh, The Community Trust is the official charity of Dundee United Football Club They work with the club to improve the lives of people in Dundee and the surrounding areas uh, D-U-C-T was formed in 2017 and took on the running of the existing community programme operated by Dundee United Football Club and the trust has since invested over £1.3 million into our community but there's loads of stuff happening on there Uh, they've got um obviously they do the football fans and training they do the para sports uh, they do, uh, they're doing man versus fat football, loads of stuff all the details on their website which looks awfully nice as well I've got to say um, so you can check that out Smile, back for 2023 after the sell out live performances in 2020 and the international digital tour the Dundee Rep have included the return of Smile for the 22-23 season uh, if you have been living under a rock or you're brand new to all this uh, it is a play based on the life of the legend Sir Jim McLean it was a huge favourite with Arabs and the Dundee United Sports Foundation Gala Night in 2020 was a blinding success and they are doing another one on Wednesday the 22nd of February uh, the DUSF Gala Evening United fans can enjoy fantastic insight to the man who turned the Provincial Football Club into Scottish Champions and a genuine European force now, these are their words, not ours. To make the evening even more special, they are thrilled to join forces with the lads from the Dode Fox podcast who will host a live show following the performance. We'll be joined by several of United Legends who played under Jim McLean as special guests, including podcast pals John Holt and Morris Malpass. The tickets are priced £25. Two shows for the price of one. What are, What is there not to like? Even includes a halftime pair Seat numbers are allocated for the event So you can sit beside your pals Without having to buy tickets together To get your seat Go to dusf.scott Forward slash shop And make sure you log in Before buying your ticket So you can do it So if you want to come along It's 25 quid And it's on Wednesday The 22nd of February And I'm really looking forward to it It's miles away But I'm really looking forward to that Could be good fun Can't wait, Can't wait. Could be good fun uh, right then, the podcast merch, by the way, the 94 collection and the Catwalk Tees. I called them Catwalk Tees, I don't know why, but they're the ones that basically say Adler or Douglas. They're on our website. Somebody asked me the other day, um, dodefoxpodcast.com. On this day, to finish things off, uh, in association with the Arab Archive, preserving the history of Dungeon United Football Club since 2006, the 1st of August is our focus today. I've got two games. Five sign-ins, but no birthdays. Hmm. Our games start in 1992 as United season opened as the previous term had ended with victory at Fur Park. Uh, there was never really any doubt that the Tangerines would emerge winners after Motherwell's early spell of pressure had been easily repelled. Billy Thompson was in brilliant form for the well. And immediately after the interval, he miraculously kept out a John O'Neill shot, but he eventually succumbed. John Clark clattered a free kick off the angle of the bar and post, and Duncan Ferguson scrambled home the rebound as it finished at for part Motherwell. Nil, the good guys won. Next up, and I mentioned this earlier, the 2020-21 season started like no other. United, back in the Premiership after four seasons, also had new manager Mickey Mellon taking charge of his first league game. The COVID pandemic made for a uniquely unusual opening game preceded by closed-doors title celebrations. Captain Mark Reynolds unveiled the championship flag as the trophy sat below. Cardboard cutouts of supporters were in the stands, giant flags were in the stands, and fans got the first taste of having to be content with watching from the comfort to their own homes, you didn't enjoy that, Paul. Did you? You gush. weren't a fan that season at all, were you? Absolute gosh. Um, and it was, yeah, players had to adjust to a real unusual lack of atmosphere. But Nicky Clark's early penalty had us ahead, but it would be a point of peace as Liam Craig uh scored. Uh, he basically volleyed in th- past Ben in front of an empty shed. United won, famous won. Signings then, five to get through. I'll tell you the year, tell you that, and you could tell us your memories of them, Paul. Mm-hmm.
1: 1990. Christian Daly. Daly, well, he, he robbed Ali Maxwell and hit the post with a bar. So it was the greatest, one of the greatest assists in United's history. Uh, as Brewster then rolls it into the empty net. But the, I can remember when Christian Daly burst onto the scene, like he was only 16. And I don't know what age he is. He must be, he can't kind of be much older than me, I would think. But he was still at skill when he was... Uh, when he was playing in United's first team, he he was just an absolute freak athlete at that stage. Uh, and then towards well, throughout the, his whole career, he was basically Mister Versatility, wasn't he? He would play anywhere. The only I think the only place I didn't see him play was in the goals. Uh, but I might have missed that week. I don't know. Maybe he did. But Daly was Daly was class. Christian Daly was born
0: October twenty third, nineteen. Seventy-three.
1: Yeah, so four years older than me. Yeah, no, that's that's about right. Yeah. So when he was breaking into the team at sixteen, I was twelve. Looking at him, thinking it's going to be me in four years. <laughs> what happened and four years later? I'm, I'm I'm still waiting. Did you, did you find <laughs> a copy
0: of Razzle in the bushes?
1: Yeah. I found that at twelve when I looked at for four years. Uh, found that under uh, your dad's pillow. Nineteen ninety-seven. Hugh Davidson Hugh Davidson two memories of him one that he scored uh, in a derby and the other in uh, I met him in Corfu Kebabs after being in the Mardi one night and he was a lovely lad so that's my two memories I can obviously picture you in
0: Corfu Kebabs right I'm not sure I can picture you in the Mardi
1: these things used to happen Like I was the spare prick standing at the bar refusing to go on the dance floor looking as awkward as hell and then Hanson umbop came on and then I was clearing the flare step aside people step aside there's a windmill coming (laughs) through
0: 1995 they're in clearly no particular order Paul Gallagher
1: he was a good keeper good goalie Uh, he was a good goalie he was there at about the same time as as Coombe was he Uh, yeah yeah no I like I liked Big Gull I uh, don't like him anymore because he's at Hertz and uh, he needs to shave his head because he's got a massive bald spot. Younger uh, than you. And he might be younger than me, but I shaved my head around 79. 79. I think mm. a lot of these players will be around about ages with you, I think. Probably, yeah. probably, yeah. yeah. good goalkeeper, though. Good goalkeeper. He was. He was. So was his dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jim, I think it was.
0: Well, jump a year. 1996. I don't even need to say his name. I'll say Step Over King.
1: Jim Patterson. <laughs> Jim, I like Jim Patterson. I liked him. Uh he maybe wasn't he maybe wasn't was everybody's cup of tea. But uh yeah. Also
0: 1979.
1: Yeah, so I'm older than him and ah, Jesus boots. Uh you're you're not gonna feel great today on though. <laughs> nah, Jim Patterson was he, he was what he was. Uh he, he was good for us. Uh, I mind mean, he got a, He got a broken leg mm. In a game against Aberdeen And Hugh Dallas was the ref And he, Because of what happened At the corner flag Between uh, The Dode Fox And Eddie Thompson Like Hugh Dallas telling him to get off the park Because he was uh, lay at the side Christ, uh, Christ And after the game You realise the boy's Got a broken leg And you're telling them Just to get off the park There's shite house Refereeing But uh, I like Jim Parson I like Jim Parson That'll be shite house Refereeing Seen Bobby Martin For Mhm. Yep <laughs> The long, did it? It's going well, is
0: it? It's going well. Um, and I know you're definitely older than this guy who signed for United in 1983 <laughs> um, because he was a bairn. Uh Ray McKinnon.
1: Could have done with him yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and you can what I mean. Yeah, definitely. You can what I mean. Three, three free kicks and three goals doing a rugby park. Yeah, definitely could have done with him yesterday. But, uh Ray was a good player. He I mean we've we've never spoken to him maybe further down the line we might get a chance if, if somebody kens him, they could pass numbers on and whatever but he was a good player I think that he he'll probably feel he maybe should have done better in his career uh, because he was that he, he did have that ability to do it uh, and going back to his time as manager at United like there was obviously a lot of criticism because he was the manager when we were in the championship but like he's again like he's a referee in decision away for getting us back up of Simon Murray maybe doesn't get sent off in that game when when we actually should have had a penalty. You just never you never know you never know what will happen. But then I think like a lot of recent previous United managers, he he maybe got caught up on like a way that he wanted his team to play, mm-hmm. and when it when it didn't work, like we didn't seem to change it, uh, and that's <laughs> you could you could label that on a number of managers that we've had recently. But as a player. Ray McKinnon, he, he was uh he was very, very classic. I
0: think he he's another one that I mean, you mention it, I mean he was only there for a year, but he actually signed twenty-eight players. You know. Um and, and some of the
1: names are Did he sign Tony Andrew?
0: He did Must sign Big beautiful have, yeah. Tony Andrew because I mean Van, he de, he van, de van Verne, of course, is uh, involved with AZ Altmar at the minute. Yeah. Um his first signing was Stuart Murdoch. Uh, he signed Carmen <laughs> well, Bell
1: We, we um, all make mistakes
0: He signed um, Watu Kouate. Um mm. he, he did also sign uh, Sam Stanton Scott McDonald Fraser Fivey Paul Quinn
1: Paul Quinn <laughs> uh, I like the way that you You, like you gave her a couple of shitey signings And then you went on a list of decent ends And you just threw Paul Quinn And like, like Nobody would pick it up i thought so. man
0: you want Billy King uh, Tom Scobie Alex oh. Nichols stop what are you then? how many more are you wanting Man. don't be over die, eh? <laughs> that's too, that's too many that's too many already. Uh, but yeah as a player definitely I mean the the kind of heart trick at Kalbaric's obviously the main one that they always gets brought up and it, uh, yeah he'd be someone I'd be really interested to speak to um, especially about his playing career but also that that season as well you know we were like you say a ball here away for. Mm-hmm. If he'd be going up that year and and what have you, so that would have been an interesting. Yeah, in one. Fact,
1: here's a wee here's a wee Ray Mckinnon fact for you. When Go. he was the manager, when he was the manager of Morton for what three minutes, he rented my brother Stephen's flat in Glasgow oh. for that for that month that he was there. So now that I've said that out loud, I wonder if my brother still got his phone number because <laughs> <laughs> if he does we could lean on him together (laughs) and we could maybe get a chance to speak to Ray that is incredible stuff incredible stuff right that
0: is it Uh, European football is back at Tanadice this Thursday night if you've not got your tickets get them and create such an atmosphere on Thursday to give the players every single chance of uh, taking it to Holland the following week and get behind the manager And his first competitive home match as well. I can't wait for it. Paul, you can't wait for it. We all can't wait for it. We're at Dode Fox Podcast on social media. You can grab some merch, DodeFoxPodcast.com. Do have a great week. Stay safe. And don't forget to wash your hands and your asshole.